Hey everyone, I'm Victoria. And I'm Micah. We're two regular mamas living in Texas. We have five kids between the two of us, and we're here to share what we've learned about motherhood and what we're still figuring out along the way. If we've learned anything, it's that motherhood is a wild ride. Hang out with us and fill up a glass because this is Moms Uncorked. Hey everybody, so today we are going to talk about deciding to grow your family of three to four or more. So the time has come, you've adjusted to life with your little one and baby fever hits you. When and how do you know when it's time to start trying for the next baby? Um, So there are a few things that we want to take into consideration. Micah, you want to take over? Yeah, I can. So I think for a lot of people, that baby fever hits a little bit differently. Um, And for some reason, for some people, they feel like it's unreasonably soon like (laughs) that they're getting that baby fever. (laughs) And then for others, it takes a while to hit. And no matter which way it comes, you're kind of left wondering, is it a is it a good idea to start right now? And so I think some of the things we have a lot of things to consider. Um, And sometimes you can just jump right in and it's not a big deal. But ideally, you do think about the overall plan. Right. And so one of the first things we put on here was Uh how many kids do you want? Meaning how many do you really want total? And then how far apart do you want them? Um, I think that's really important. Vic, y'all always knew y'all just wanted two. Is that right? Um, I always knew that I wanted okay. to, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But yeah, like I think this pertains more so to you because y'all knew you wanted three or four. Yeah. Yes, we did. We always said we would do three plus Z. So we already had Zayden going into it, and we always said we knew we wanted at least three of them after Zayden. And so that's for us. And now that we're we're on the third one, we're not sure what we want. Um, but we did. Ooh, baby number four. Yeah, we'll see. I haven't even had baby number three. Or, well, three, four. I don't know. It's hard. <laughs> but, and then we did. We knew we, we knew we wanted them closer in age. But my own sister and I, we were five years apart. And I knew I didn't want that big of a gap. Um but I guess mm-hmm. in my mind, I was thinking more like a, a little bit more significant gap than what I ended up with. But we did <laughs> know that we wanted them close. Um, what about you guys? Yeah, and that gets, well, and I mean, that gets kind of tricky because, you know, you can't say for certain when you're going to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. So you can say all day long, I want my kids to be, you know, two years apart or three years apart or whatever. But really, you could start trying and not conceive for six months or a year or 18 months. So that's so, it's so out of our control. Mm-hmm. Um, I always knew that I wanted more than one. And I actually, I think I think originally I had wanted them closer. Um, ideally, I would have had them about two years apart. Looking back at it, I'm so glad I didn't because I don't know if I could have handled that. (laughs) And I love my age gap, my four-year gap so much. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I always knew I wanted more than one. And I started out thinking I wanted them about two years apart. Um, Mm -hmm. They ended up being four years apart and it's it's perfect. I love it. And um, I have two things to say. One thing that's worth noting, I like that you brought up about you don't know how long it's going to take. And Actually, I had learned throughout our journey of family planning or lack thereof or whatever you want to call it that um, I think it <laughs> what is it called secondhand infertility or second 
um, secondary infertility. Secondary infertility. And that's a very real thing. And I did not know... Mm-hmm. I didn't know that that was a thing. And so people can get pregnant oh, yeah. one time, but then it can take them years to get pregnant again. And they experience mm-hmm. that secondary infer- infertility. And I can imagine that that is very hard, especially if you are really trying to space them a specific amount. Or if you plan on having like more than mm-hmm. two or whatever it may be, it might change your plans a little right. bit. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And usually that first one comes pretty easily for those people who do have to go through that. So I I can't imagine getting pregnant so easily and having that perfect little baby and then thinking, oh, it's going to happen again and it not happening again. Yeah. The way you plan. And this is totally off. We didn't look up any of this before, but do you know if there are certain factors that play into it or is it just random? I do not. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't, the only thing I can think of might be like things like endometriosis that could affect it. Um, But endometriosis, you kind of have a, you know about it the first time around as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the big one I might be age. Um, I did have a friend, she had three babies, all fairly quickly within one of another. And then um, they were trying for that fourth baby. And I think it took them like two years. And they could not figure out why, other than the fact that they were both um, older, like in their mid-30s or so, whereas when they had their other babies, they were they were younger than 30. So, but they don't... Oh, interesting. I really don't know. That's I didn't research or anything. Just when you said that, it made me think that mm-hmm. the secondary infertility is I'm worth mentioning. I'm going to have to look that up. I'm curious. I now. know. It's very... I, mm-hmm. I remember looking at it when I just had Michael, and I was very, very shocked about how real and prevalent that is. So I thought that was interesting. And then the next thing I wanted to ask you is how far apart are you and your siblings, specifically your, your sister? I can't remember. Me and Felicia are two years apart. Okay. Uh, she's the youngest. So it's her and then me. And then my brother just turned 36. So we are six years apart. Oh, okay. And then me and my oldest brother are 10 years apart. Okay. So you got all sorts of ranges in there. We're all over but the place. But you, yes. <laughs> you and your closest older brother are pretty close, but you and Felicia are very close. Yeah, me and Felicia are besties for sure, and me and James are super close, and me and Jonathan too. Um, I definitely feel like as adults, we're, we're all closer um, because, you know, growing up, that the age gaps, I think they matter more. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, yeah, I mean, we're, we all can hang out socially. It's really fun. I, I love, I love our little fam. Yeah, they're great. I love you guys too. <laughs> I love hanging out with your family. <laughs> so next we have, do you have space in your home? Um, so I mean, that's pretty straightforward. Do you live mm-hmm. in a two-bedroom apartment? Do you have a three-bedroom home? Do you have extra rooms for these new babies to occupy, um, Micah can talk a little bit about this right now because she's in the midst of it. Yes, we are. So that's with, um, we had Zayden and then we had Michael and we had our perfect little three bedroom, two bath home. That was just amazing. We had it working. And then for 
four or five months after Michael was born, we find out there's another one. And that was not in the plans necessarily, (laughs) but we made it work. And I did some, not lifestyle changes, but I think if you're stuck in a position where you have to live with what you've got, but that baby is Uh coming, that there's definitely things you can do to make it work 100%. um, Organization, huge deal. And purging and making sure (laughs) you get items that truly matter you know Marie Kondo I'm not a like I actually never Marie Kondoed I just know <laughs> like that's the saying oh I did <laughs> if it doesn't give me joy I'm throwing it yes, out yes and then um <laughs> with that too I realized that I know that a lot of people accumulate basically gifts that they get from family and so I would always just try to cut that off in the sense that before any holidays or birthdays came up, I sent them a list of off of Amazon that says, click this link and buy what you want from the list. If it's not on the- I'm not even kidding. I am currently making Charlie and Maddie both Christmas and birthday yes. um, lists mm-hmm. because I love that you do that so much and I hate junk. <laughs> yes. And it's like, if you don't buy from the list, I reserve the right to throw it out and you can't get mad with me because I never <laughs> said that yep. I, you should get that. So that's what, sometimes you just have to make it work. That's what we had to do. Now this next, this last one, this most recent one that we're having, um, we did, we talked for a long time about, I cannot have another baby until we get a bigger house. Just because of the logistics of it, we needed that extra bedroom. Mm -hmm. We had the two already sharing and we weren't going to put such a big age gap together in one room with Zayden. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so that was always the plan. Um, not to, this pregnancy was much more planned, but we did kind of had to pick up our, <laughs> pick up our moving game a little bit. And so I currently just finished moving into our house at seven months pregnant. I would not recommend it, but I am so glad we have a bigger house and I can relax and know that I have the space for this baby. And we have plans for if we do have that other one, we know what we're going to do for that next one too. And that we, that was a factor whenever we were looking at these houses. So space is definitely, it's a big concern, but also learning how to work with the space that you have is a good way to do it too. Like, don't just think that you can throw in a baby and not change things a little bit if your home is on the smaller side. (laughs) So, and then the next one you know more about. Well, I guess I do too, but. Oh, yes. I mean, you more than anyone. That's true, yeah. So, if you work, will you have two kids in daycare at the same time? This is so big um, for a few reasons. A, daycare is so expensive. So, multiply that times two, and most daycares charge more for infants. It, it like gets mm. less expensive as they age. Um, so having a newborn in daycare, I mean, I know for Charlie where he was going, um, you know, the past few years, it is a hundred dollars more per week for a newborn versus like a three or four year old. Golly. And that adds up so fast. Yeah. So we, um, you know, Maddie was born in October and Charlie just started school. So we did spend this last almost a year um, with both of them in daycares. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's rough, you guys. Like it just, it, it adds up really quick. It's not fun. Um, so 
a thing to consider. Yeah, definitely. That was one. I mean, we knew I was going to stay home with Michael, but if there was ever a question about me going back and then we got pregnant with Hunter and we were thinking about paying for (laughs) the daycare for both of them for years. I mean, there was no getting out of that. Mm -hmm. There was no way I was going to go back to work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, So tell us it's or I guess I'll go on the personal stories, which is pretty much what I said already. Um, we had Zayden. We planned Michael. And then after that, we didn't plan Hunter. This third one, we really, truly did. Um, actually, I guess I planned it more than I thought. We knew it was coming. And I knew I wanted it either this year or next year. <laughs> but I'm so silly. I wanted it at a different season of the year <laughs> than my other two. So with Michael with Michael and Hunter, I was um, pregnant all through the winter, all the holidays and stuff like that. And this time, I wanted to switch it. I wanted to be pregnant for most of like those warm months and have the baby. I really wanted like a September, October baby. And so this year we decided, okay, we're good to go. If we get pregnant, we can find a house within the next year. It'll be okay. And so like November, I can't remember. Yeah, November, December rolls around and we're like actually trying. Like we're doing the tracking and we're actually trying to get pregnant. November, Mm -hmm. December, and January. And January came and I was like, okay, this is our last shot. If we don't get it in January, then <laughs> I, then I want to wait, you know, I want to just try again next oh, season because okay. then, then I would have missed like my ideal time frame that I wanted. And it wasn't that important to me to get right. pregnant, like right away. <laughs> so I was like, well, we'll just like, if we don't get it this right. time, it's fine. We'll just wait a year. No big deal. So we didn't get pregnant in January and we were like, oh, okay, we'll just wait a year. No big deal. And then February comes around and we get pregnant. <laughs> like. So I'm a month, I'm a month <laughs> off of what I wanted, but it's really fine. <laughs> but it was pretty funny. You'll still be good for the holidays. I know. I'm, I am excited about that. So for us, that was how this one came about. Um, I go back if I could have waited another year, but I think it's, it goes back to that dad life episode that Brian said, you know, if you wait until you're ready, you might not actually ever be ready. So this one though, has been tremendously (laughs) better than my last one. So I'm very happy. My story is a little different. I hope Caleb doesn't get mad at me for telling telling this. I don't think he will. Um, So I, like I said, you guys, I always knew that I wanted more than one baby. Um, I am one in four. My siblings and I are super, super close. And I wanted that for my kids. I wanted them to have people to play with when they were young, but also grow up really close to. My sister and I hated each other until I was like 20. Um, and now she's she's literally my best friend and my like my brothers we're we're super close. We're a very very close family and I wanted that for my kids. And Caleb and I never really sat down like when we were before married or after married saying like we want this many kids. This is going to be the plan. We obviously both ag- agreed uh, when it was time for the first. And I was always saying, yeah, I want another one. I want another one. It would come up, come up in conversation and I wanted another. And Caleb would always just kind of say, no, I'm good with one. I'm good with one. I'm good with just Charlie. No, I'm fine with one. And I don't know. I think we just kind of both brushed each other off and never took it um, too serious because it wasn't, it wasn't time. Like it wasn't the moment. 
And I don't know where we were, but the conversation came up and we were with people, like with a group of friends. And he said, no, I don't want, I don't want any more kids. And I don't know why that time was different. I don't remember if it was the first time we had the conversation around people, but I didn't say anything and we went home and I came to him and I said, look here, like here's the deal. If you are serious about only wanting one baby, you need to tell me right now. And like, (laughs) we need to have the conversation now because I need to reevaluate the way that I see my life. And I started crying. I was so emotional. I was a hot mess. <laughs> and he, uh, he was like, okay, you know, I don't, I don't remember the conversation, but he said, no, of, of course we'll have another baby. And I'm still crying. And I'm saying, but you don't want another one. You, you're, you don't want another baby. It's fine. Like, I'll, I'll be fine. <laughs> and he said, if, if I don't give you another baby, you're going to resent me. Mm-hmm. If I do give you another baby, you or I will not resent you, and I will, of course, love that baby. (laughs) And so, I mean, he agreed. He actually agreed and said that if we're going to have another baby, I want to buy a boat. Uh, We (gasps) haven't bought the boat yet, but it's it's in the plan. Um, That was the compromise. We have a baby and we buy a boat. Oh, my God. And I don't remember how quick it was that we started trying after that conversation. Um, But I don't think it was too long. Um, But, yeah, so we started trying – and I think because I was so like anxious, I didn't want him to change his mind when we started trying. I, we were like tracking right away. Aww. Like I had the app, I was using the, the OPK sticks. Um, yeah. And so we were tracking for six, six months and like that six month is when we got the positive and, and now baby Maddie is almost a year. I know, I was thinking about her. Fun stuff. And honestly. It like makes me emotional just talking I about know. it. Well, and honestly, like, even though you may have done it a little sooner and you had that story and stuff, I love Charlie with Maddie. I don't know that it could be any more oh perfect my God. for them too. No, like, I love it so much. They, he, he loves her a little too much is what I tell people. Like he just wants to be with her and love her all the time. It's adorable. He is so precious. But also I'm like, just stop touching her face. I know. And I love that it's a boy, like a boy girl uh, duo, because I feel like that brought out Charlie's little yes. affection, like his affectionate side. It's so cute. Oh yeah. And Caleb's too. He has a total soft spot for her. Yes. I love it. So now that we've talked about <laughs> what things to think about before, and we told our own personal stories, let's get into some things that, you know, some things that your mama never told you, some things that might come <laughs> up that are there, it's happened, you've had this baby, and the, you didn't maybe expect this, or <laughs> it turned out like a little different than what you thought. <laughs> so I see the first one you wrote is the hardest part about having two is the older one causing havoc. <laughs> and I want to hear. Oh my I want to hear the so story true. behind that. <laughs> yes, the hardest part about having that new baby is the older one. Like Charlie <laughs> was four when we brought Maddie home. He is hard. He's the hard, you know, the hard to manage one. He's running around like Tasmanian devil while like the sweet little newborn is just sleeping all day and night. And, and it's Charlie. I mean, that, that older child, and I know part of it is because you bring this new baby home and they want the attention. Like they obviously know they're not the center of attention anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And that comes out. And with Charlie in particular, he, 
his volume went up like 10 octaves, you know, it was, he was all of a sudden so much louder with everything that he did. Um, so yeah, man, that was that transition. We're going to have to do like a whole episode about the transition. I know. Because it's something. I got to tell you my one story, of course, like I have a lot of stories because Michael was only 13 months old whenever he, whenever (laughs) Hunter was born. And I'm like, I go back and I see these pictures of the things I did just to get Hunter like fed. I was like, it was crazy. Um, But whenever you talk about the older one causing havoc, the one thing that sticks out in my mind is one time, um, I, Hunter had to be a decent age because he was in one of those like bouncer things that they can hold their head up and like kind of stand a little bit. And so I was pumping and so I was sitting in a chair attached to my little machine and I had Hunter in his bouncer and I had him standing in front of a mirror to like entertain himself. And I don't even know, Michael, I always kept a basket of toys right next to my little pumping chair so that Michael was occupied and he got unoccupied apparently and I'm tethered to this machine (laughs) and Michael goes over and starts playing with the mirror and I'm yelling at him to stop when he oh. accidentally pulls the mirror over <laughs> onto Hunter in the oh, bouncer. No. And I, my heart's like, I screamed. My heart stopped. I like didn't even take the time to take the pumps off me. I just jumped up and like started trailing milk in the machine like behind <laughs> me until it unattached itself. And I like got to Hunter. The mirror did not break. Hunter was fine. Thank goodness for that second child. Like the resilience of that second child is unreal, y'all. <laughs> and everything was fine besides the fact that I scared Michael with my screaming. But that, like, when you and you wrote spilled causing, the milk, probably That's and an all issue. the milk. Never cry over spilt milk unless it's breast milk. Um, the older yep. one causing havoc. That is like the one story that stuck in my mind because that was probably one of my worst <laughs> memories of just like pure chaos with all of them. <laughs> so. Oh my yes, god. That was I don't know if I've told many people that story because it's quite dangerous, but everything turned out fine. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I was really embarrassed. <laughs> but this next one you have is super sweet. The enjoying the little moments. Yeah, so I said you enjoy the little moments more the second time around. And I think for me I felt that. I felt that so much because I knew, like, I knew that I didn't want more than two in in my Mm. head, in my heart. Like, this was going to be my last pregnancy, my last baby. And so going through pregnancy, it was like, you know, I'm never going to have this again. Like, I'm never going to have this belly again. I'm never going to have these feelings again. Uh, So, yeah, it was just, like, stuff that maybe would have been, you know, annoying. Like, you're fatigued. You have heartburn. You feel uncomfortable. Uh, I just knew that I was never going to have that feeling again. So I think I soaked it in a little bit. I gave myself a lot of grace that second pregnancy. And it was nice. I mean, it was really, really chill. Um, So just enjoy the moments. Yeah. I did not do that with Hunter. um, But I am this time around. (laughs) I am. Hunter was just, yeah, chaos. But this time around, I am, and I'm really looking <laughs> forward to that newborn stage because I'm I'm usually not a newborn person. Like, I'm usually just like, get through the newborn stage, and then we'll have oh, fun. But yeah. this time, I'm really going to try to, like, slow down, <laughs> soak it in, and do all the things with that one. 
But we'll see, because now I got two older ones causing havoc. All right, Micah, anything else? I don't think so. Um, Just for all those people out there that are thinking about adding to their family, I think we both just want to say good luck, and we truly wish you the best. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, I'm sending yes, you the baby sending dust. all the baby dust and all the love, and let us know. Um, how it turns out for you. I'd love to hear the different gaps and whether or not that's what you planned and stuff like that. So hit us up on our Instagram at moms underscore uncorked podcast. And we would love to hear from you. Bye. Bye, y'all.